0: Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Passion Project Podcast, where everything you receive is real, raw, and authentic. I'm Wendy 2.0 with my bestie, Lisa Graham, The Lisa and Wendy Show. We are here today to talk to you about the divine feminine, the divine masculine, and not just because it's important for you to know what those terms are because they are very much up and coming in the spiritual world but it's important for you to know what divine feminine divine masculine is and what the wounded aspects are so that you can understand what's actually happening out in the world today because this whole pandemic this whole everything the the Things going on in Russia, everything that's been happening has been all about the rising of the divine feminine. So it's really important that we all have some kind of understanding of what it is and why we should care about it. So welcome to Lisa, as always. Hello,
1: I'm so glad you're here with me today. Thanks once again. It's uh, it's always so much fun when we do these. I, I know I say that every week, but I, it just never... The fun never goes away. So, I mean, <laughs> you could tell we were laughing before we hit record because you know we just have fun, and uh, I just love sharing this information with everyone. Yeah, I, that is that is that is the biggest piece. So,
0: before we get going, speaking of sharing information, if you are liking our podcasts, please do all those really good social media things. Give us a like. Subscribe to both of our channels, Wendy 2.0 and Moon Over Pisces, share with your friends and leave us some positive comments because we really appreciate your help and your support in getting us into the YouTube algorithm. So thank you for that. And on to what we're going to discuss today. So today we're going to talk about the Divine Feminine. Now, Lisa and I are both Divine Feminine coaches. We have a coaching program called the Divine Feminine Pathway. That was very successful last year when we ran a beta test on it. We, we want to do a little revamping on it now that we've given it, a, given it a go, but it has literally changed both of our lives and moved us from being in our divine masculine and into our divine feminine. Um, one of the things I don't know if you've noticed, but if you watch back in my podcast, at first I was just leaving my hair down, no makeup. And over the last many weeks, you're starting to see me step more into that doing my hair a little bit, putting a little makeup on. Now, you don't have to wear makeup to be divine feminine, but I look more feminine. I feel more feminine. I feel more empowered when I actually do a little love for myself, right? So I'm going to turn this over to Lisa for a minute and let her talk about how the divine feminine has affected her and how our coaching program affected her. And then we're going to start talking about what these things are what is the divine feminine the divine
1: masculine and what do the wounded parts of that look like exactly um well where to begin uh so in the fall of 2020 um i was taking a priestess path uh initiation program and i part of that practice was to sit at my altar and just sit and just allow whatever came through and at that time i was working quite heavily with the goddess Athena um the goddess kali the goddess isis and i didn't really understand what i was getting in that moment but i channeled an entire healing modality um it's it's essentially similar to to reiki um except it uses the divine feminine divine masculine energies to balance those within yourself and it is a full like full energy healing system and I sat here and I channeled the first six symbols and then over the course of the next few months six more came in and how to work with it and how did that change my life at the time that I channeled this I was still living in that really stuck masculine the the I was actually living from my wounded masculine to be honest uh, because everyone, regardless of your gender, has feminine and masculine. Your masculine is that right side, the action side, the I have to do, I have to, you know, have my fingers in everything. And if I don't do this for this reason, then it's not going to happen. Your feminine. And, and, and that's more the wounded masculine, right? That's And that's where I was living. If I don't make money for my family, they're going to not have food on the table. If I don't do this, if I don't do that, well, when you start really looking at and this might ruffle some feathers because the true nature of divine feminine, divine masculine goes back to the nuclear family. And, um, and I'm not saying that anyone's version of that is wrong. I'm just saying that we had a feminine, we had a masculine, the masculine was the one who went out and did. And the feminine was the one who stayed and, and took care of and nurtured and, and, and was the receiver and took care of making sure the resources were properly, uh, what's distributed allocated, distributed. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as much as I know that's going to ruffle some feathers because it doesn't matter. Every relationship has a masculine and a feminine and that even goes for friendships, (laughs) believe it or not, one person will be more in the masculine and one person will be more in the feminine. It doesn't matter. So let's take Lisa's
0: and my friendship. Lisa is more feminine than I am. Absolutely. It's because of her influence that I am becoming more feminine and because because of her influence that I am stepping more into my feminine. But Lisa has always been the more feminine piece of this friendship. I have always been the hustle, the grind, the gotta do, gotta do. And she's just like, would you stop <laughs> So, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but you're not doing enough. So, you know, I'm exactly. going to pop up, I'm going to pop up a little, uh, an, an infographic here that discusses this actually. So there we go. Healthy feminine energy is open, patient, caring wise, flexible and compassionate. Healthy feminine energy contains within it a little bit of masculine energy. A dot of masculine energy balances feminine energy and it gives a little bit more structure and focus, which Lisa didn't really have a ton of, but I had way too much of. (laughs) Healthy masculine energy is focused, disciplined, active, has a purpose, has a vision, contains a little bit of feminine energy. A dot of feminine energy softens and deepens it a bit and makes it wiser. Right? Then you get into the Unhealthy, which both of us were in as well. So I mean, she had some healthy feminine, she had some healthy masculine, so did I but we both had some unhealthy, unhealthy feminine energy is completely absent of masculine energy. So that's when women get lazy. That's when they're not motivated <laughs> to do anything. So you can get really far into that wounded masculine, let me tell or wounded feminine. You it sure becomes stagnant, formless. It needs a little blue dot, a little bit of masculine energy to keep it moving. Without that, it can become lazy, unfocused, depressed, over-nurturing, and unmotivated. And for the masculine, masculine energy that is unhealthy is completely absent of feminine energy and becomes destructive. It needs a little bit of the pink little bit of the feminine to give it um heart of sorry i can't read that heart and, heart and death and death without that dot it can become aggressive narrow-minded cold and frustrated so yes the divine masculine can be very 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 focused to the point of forgetting how to open up
1: to all of those things that are softer and kinder. Exactly. And so that's where I was stuck in that whole um, fall of 2020 winter of 2021 uh, right up until, well, I think it was about a year ago. We met somewhere near the end of February, March, somewhere in yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, I really had no idea what I was working with. And I actually had to be careful. Uh, I actually have to be careful now because when I was looking back at how I was using this divine feminine balance system, um, it was, and there was one particular piece of it that was about boundaries and we jokingly called it big ball boundaries because it made you put up these really heavy, distinct masculine boundaries, um, which I didn't understand at the time. And so I had a- actually, what I did was I pushed away everything to do with my business, but there was a huge lesson in that because over the course of the next six to eight months with you know Wendy and I working together and understanding what I actually had, I was able to learn how to receive constructive criticism. I was able to learn how to accept feedback. I was able to learn how to just allow. I ne- I never knew how to allow ever. <laughs> No, there were a lot of, there were a
0: lot of really rough days in our friendship as we maneuvered through this. <laughs> as we and, grew. And, you know, I taught Lisa how to have boundaries and she taught me how to get the hell out of my head all the time. Yep. So here's another really great infographic. There we go. So your masculine feminine polarity. this is where Lisa is going. So I'm just going to jump in here and share this. And then I'm going to get out of the way again. Um, Your feminine energy, your core value is connection. It's yin, estrogen, um, right brain. It's minus. Natural feminine is unconditional love, understanding, nurturing, tenderness, kindness, intuitive, creative, feeling, collaborative, flow, radiance, surrender, sensitivity, emotional ease, and allowing. Funny. Lisa was just talking about allowing these are very feminine principles that we have basically been told are not acceptable. We, we can't be that because we need to be more masculine, right? We need to, their core value is freedom. We need to be more Yang testosterone, left brain plus natural masculine is confident, inner strength, responsibility, focus, logical, decisive, stability, direction, protection, clarity, boundaries, courage, discipline, capable, certain, and assertive. We as women have been told we need to be more like that. And men have been told they need to be more like women, which is why everything is all mixed up, right? So when you're in your shadow feminine, we're talking about things like victimhood, powerlessness, weakness, manipulation, Withholding, neediness, codependency, oversensitivity, and over emotional, which is where women get labeled sensitive because we're all sitting or have been sitting in our wounded or our shadow feminine. Yep. With men, their shadow masculine, or excuse me, let's be gender neutral. With those that are in their masculine and they're in their wounded masculine, generally it's men and women. So I apologize for my my use of, of gender that way, but that is how I was raised and what I believe in. So I'm just going to put that out there, but the masculine can be feminine. It can be masculine. It it, sorry, can be a woman can be, you know, anyway, I'm tripping over my tongue on that one. So we're just going (laughs) to stop. I'm going to go into the shadow masculine now. So the wounded masculine is a perpetrator abuses their power, unstable, aggressive, controlling, confrontational, critical, abusive. And they avoid things. Oh, well, that explains where my husband's at right now. So (laughs) intimacy killers for the female or for the feminine, feeling unseen, unsafe, and misunderstood. And for the masculine is being criticized, controlled, and shut down. So when you're in your wounded feminine and you're criticizing the masculine, guess what's not going to happen? You're not going to be very intimate. So these are all things to keep in mind as we carry on forward. Now I'm going to stop now and I'm going to let... Lisa continue where she was just, I wanted to clarify some of that.
1: Yep. So as I, as I started to learn how to set more boundaries, to learn how to flow with the moments where I needed to take action, the moments where I needed to just be, and it actually brought up everything. (laughs) Like literally if there was something I wasn't working on last in that year, it came up. It was not only a combination though, of that divine feminine, uh, divine masculine energy work that was coming with that, but it was also the energy of my twin flame, because what that does is it forces you (laughs) to balance these energies. It absolutely forces you to balance these energies. And so over the course of last summer, between that energy pushing me to look at things like my self doubt and my, um, my lack of motivation and, uh, my lack of self love and all of those things, it actually forced me to step more fully into just into that divine feminine. And I spent pretty much the entire month of September singing on my piano singing. Cause that's what I felt like doing. Uh, But what that did was that really changed everything. It changed the dynamic in my current relationship. It changed the dynamic um, in my twin flame energy relationship. It changed the dynamic of my relationship with myself. And that was the most important piece for me in allowing myself to understand this energy, to understand how to just be sometimes and be open and receptive and to, um, in some ways, kind of force my spouse to see me. That was a, that was a tough one. That was a really, really tough one. Um, but it also helped me get more in touch with my emotions. Because we're taught, and, and, and we're actually taught both, both, both sides, whether you're a man or a woman, we don't show emotion. We stuff it all deep down inside. But being in your wounded masculine, actually forces those emotions down so deep inside that you you're in denial. You're like, Oh no, I don't have emotions. I'm fine. Everything's good. You know? And so I, I had to learn how to overcome that denial in order to step into this. And it just kept getting pushed. And then of course, when we did the beta test, we, we did a 12 week beta test over the summer last year. And, It was, it was, we just, it pushed us just a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more. Hey, you're going to take another step. Hey, you're going to take another step. And it really made me see where I was giving away my power, where I was owning people's stories, um, you know, where I was still stuck in trauma from when I was five years old. This was a big piece of this. Um, And especially when you get into doing things like womb healing, and uh, sacral chakra healing, all of those things, and they will come up. So if you're, so that's somewhere too, where I would caution people, if you're going to step into this kind of a path, it requires you to have a lot of emotional and mental strength. It absolutely does. You cannot do this work unless you are, you have released the ma- majority of your addictions. Um, yeah, it, it forced both of us to release our marijuana habits, um, and to really be um, aware of our motivations for microdosing with mushrooms. Um, I I, I don't touch alcohol anymore, and I've never had any desire to touch any other mind-altering substance. (laughs) The other addiction that it helped me uh, work on too was actually my sugar addiction, believe it or not. Um, Because when you love yourself, you don't crave sweets. It's I, I actually um, came across this concept in Louise Hay's book, you can heal yourself. Love that book. If you do not have that book, I highly recommend getting it. It's amazing. Um, and it was I was like, well, why am I craving sweets? Why do I want sweets all the time? And so one of the things was you do not love yourself enough. Wow. To have it spelled out to you right there. So then I just started asking, how can I love myself more? That's a really powerful question. How can I? And it just slowly started. Things just slowly started coming out. I started walking more. I started uh, doing the block therapy that Wendy offers more. Um, I started meditating more. And speaking, I'm just going to jump in here. Speaking of meditation,
0: we are doing a meditation workshop Saturday, March the 5th. $22, two hours teach you how to meditate, get you out of your, get you out of your head when you're really getting into your head, but get you out of judgment and understanding exactly what it is. So if you are looking to learn how to meditate, hit up Lisa's website, moonoverpisces.ca. So, and you can register there. So,
1: sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, but I had to jump in. No worries. No worries. Um, So yeah, I started meditating more and, and this is coming from someone who is highly psych- psychic, highly spiritually connected. I was not meditating enough. I was just was not. And it's really changed a lot of things. Um it helped me overcome a lot of things like obsessive thinking, codependency. Um
0: codependency yeah, like, over here
1: too. Just yeah, saying. Like I've been through a lot in my life and So there's a lot of things that I had to learn to release people pleasing. That was another one. Um, I'll tell you, I used to be like, Oh, you know, I'll do anything I can to make this right for you. Now. I'm like, well, you don't like it. This is how it is. And I love you. But if you're not willing to work with me on this, it's time for us to part ways. And, 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 and it's, it's shown up because people don't like it when you mirror back their, their behavior to them, or, you know, when you're really stepping into yourself and then they start seeing things in you that they don't like in themselves. And that's the biggest part of this awareness. I think is when someone is triggering you, you have a responsibility to yourself, not to anyone else, but to yourself to examine why that is triggering you. And, oh, I can just feel that energy coming up right now. Everyone's going, this is triggering me. And that is okay. No judgment. Don't judge yourself for the trigger. All that means is you have something, some energy within you and emotion within you. And remember, emotions are energy in motion in the body where you just need to examine, why does this make me feel like this? There you go, I felt y'all release it. That was a very interesting experience, a very new one for me. Love yourself. And I can't, ex- I can't explain, uh, explain or share that or push that concept enough. And when I say love yourself, I mean, understand your masculine and feminine energy. So understand that there are times when you need to take action. There are times when you need to be the one who says, I will take care of it. But then there are other times when you need to be able to receive. You're not going to be abundant. You're not going to have love in your life. You're not going to have the life that you want if you don't allow yourself to step into that self love. And so yeah, I did all of these things. um, And I started learning again. I, I had kind of got off this whole, like, Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm enlightened. I've got everything I need. Yeah. Uh, the spiritual bypass and the ego was like, Hey, yeah, let's we're, we're, we're good. We, we got everything. <laughs> I am laughing
0: my head off over here. Cause you know, I am listening to Lisa talk about her journey and you know, she's making it sound like she's talking and it's like, she's so self-assured and she's so confident and she's got her <laughs> shit all together. But I saw the dirty side of this and I saw how hard she fought. She fought me (laughs) some days so hard on so many of these things. And now she's teaching everybody. So if you can be, you know, if you think, if you look at Lisa and you go, wow, you know, she's really got her stuff together. It's because she's really worked really, really really hard. hard. She's, she's making it sound like, oh, well, I did this work and, you know, it's great. No, 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 no. Lisa dug herself through the trenches, To get this work done. I I we we had days where she was really mad at me. Oh yeah. And then she'd come back and go, yeah, so sorry about that. And I'll be like, yeah, I didn't take it personally. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because there were days, I mean, boundaries are hard. They are hard. They're hard. And you know, here's the thing I was saying to someone the other day, you set a boundary. And the first time you set a boundary and you realize that the boundary is like not being pushed back and you're like waiting for the other shoe and there's no other shoe. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, well that worked. Where else can I set a boundary? And then you start setting boundaries all over the place. But what happens is as you get more comfortable with setting boundaries, the boundaries start to get more difficult. So it gets more difficult as you go along or and I don't want to say it's, it's not that it is difficult. It's the, the situations that come up become more challenging and they challenge your integrity. Yeah. Yes. They challenge your authenticity. And yes. they challenge you to step up again and say, no, I am worth more. It causes boundaries, force you to step more into your self-love. The more you yes. step into your self-love, the more you step into your divinity the balance between the masculine and the feminine.
1: Absolutely. And 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 that was one of the things where I, I was setting boundaries with, with clients who were kept coming back at me. And finally it was like, you know what? <clears throat> I don't think that I can help you anymore in your healing journey. And there's been a there's been a few. And these are people who some of them were longtime clients. But then I've had others come along and they're they're flourishing because I'm able to take them deeper now that I know how to do that. And that, that for me, that's been the most beautiful thing out of it. That and the peace in my house now of just being able to just accept where I'm at and, and really, really listen deeply to my intuition. That was the other part that really helped along the way is learning to trust myself, my intuition, learn to trust the messages I was getting from my guides. Cause I can tell you for 10 years, I argued with them about everything. (laughs) I mean, and it's not perfect. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I know I am I'm presenting this picture, like Wendy said, of this person who is confident and and all those things, because that's where I'm at now. But if you knew me six, eight months ago, I was not this person. This is where I was. I was low self-worth. Afraid to speak my truth. There were times I compromised my value. And I don't mean my values, but my value. I was overly attached. Yep. Did I manipulate situations? Absolutely. Was stuck in my victimhood. Absolutely. And there were times I literally, and I'm a Pisces, so this made it even worse. We feel everything. But instead of acknowledging that I was feeling things, I literally was allowing myself to just... Be in it so deeply that I couldn't get back out of it, and and that those were all things I had to work on. Now, one thing I've never, I've never allowed myself to really step too far off is my integrity, because there are certain things that mean so much to me, and that is one of my convictions that I have always carried with me from the time I was a child. I am honest, and especially when it comes to uh, business dealings, because I think I just watched so many people around me be dishonest, and watched it just destroy them. That I'm not willing to do that, right? And again, I was I was actually very much in my wounded masculine as I'm reading this side. I was critical, um, and I was I was the emotionally unavailable one in my in my relationship. Believe it or not, <laughs> controlling. Oh, was I control freak? I was even trying at one point to control the energy of the uh, situation with my twin flame. I had to, I had to literally work on all of these things. Um, Always in conflict. I was very reactive. Um, Don't get me wrong. You're never going to completely be able to let go of the reactive part of yourself. I mean, I had a situation this last week that God bless my husband because (laughs) he put up with my rant about it for two days, but it was a difficult situation. And I reacted. And then I stepped back and went, Oh, crap, I'm really sorry for dumping all of that on you. And I pulled it back. And I, I looked at it. And I, I looked at the energy of it and went, Okay, I'm overreacting here. This is what needs to be done. I did what needed to be done. It was done. Again, I always had to be right. Always. Now I'm like, I don't whatever. You gotta be right. You gotta be right. (laughs) Right. Stuck in my head. Oh my goodness. Was I stuck in my head and it doesn't help. My numerology is all over that. I'm born on the seventh of the month of of March. Yes. My birthday's next week. Um, (laughs) I'm not excited about it at all. Funny. I wasn't a few weeks ago, but now I'm like, yeah, it's my birthday. Um, stuck in my mind. So sevens feature very heavily in my numerology chart. And sevens are all about the mind. So I have to be mindful of being stuck in my head. Um, I wasn't a very aggressive person. That was one masculine trait I didn't take up. But that afraid of failure. Oh, my goodness, was I terrified of failure. Now I'm like, well, we'll try this. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Right. So these are the types of things that you're going to have to look at In yourself, how am I embodying these traits or not embodying these traits? You know, um, that was a that was really difficult. And the the hardest one for me out of all of these was the control issues. And that goes back for all of us. We all have control issues because we've all been through trauma as children, whether we had great childhoods or not. If things happen to you as a child, your body holds on to it. Whether it seemed traumatic or not. Uh, you don't have control over your brain as a three, four, five, six year old, right? So you're going to experience things and your body's going to hold on to it, whether you enjoy it or not. Um, but also, this last two years, this last two years has been a psychological operation that has traumatized the entire population of this planet. So yeah, we're all standing in trauma. And that is why we feel like we need to control things. And because we had to learn how to control our environments in order to feel safe as children, we've had to control the environment the last two years to feel safe. Well, this is a big thing that we need to learn to let go of. And one of the things I've learned in my work over the last few months is like, these are all just energies when you're ready. you're ready to acknowledge it and release it we can move it out like that it's that simple but it's that hard at the same time yeah
0: I yeah it is yeah I'm just sitting here listening to you I'm like oh yeah she's just making all the sense and now I'm like oh now I have to speak again damn what am I gonna say um yeah
1: there's something in there yeah
0: (laughs) yeah So the whole, the whole reason that we wanted to bring all of this up to you, I mean, I, I have gone through similar as Lisa from different perspectives. I've had to release a lot of masculine traits and become more feminine, which actually started for me with my guides, basically grounding me to the couch saying, do not do any business, do nothing. You are to goddess for the next while. I'm like, goddess, what the hell is that? But It meant getting for when I started, it meant getting up every morning, having a bath, meditating in the bath, then I get out of the bath and I take care of myself and I make myself look lovely. And then, you know, I go downstairs and I have something to eat and a cup of tea and Oh, I feel like going here today, or I feel like doing this today and just going with what I felt like doing instead of hustling in this business that wasn't doing anything anyway, because I was out of alignment energetically, you know? and then Lisa and I got together and we started working with these symbols and they kicked my ass and I'm not going to lie they they totally kicked my ass. <laughs> Some days were just like holy crap so this this particular healing modality that Lisa channeled down is extremely powerful and every single woman who went through our beta test experienced that we had one woman who was very 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 masculine very masculine very little feminine. So teaching her how to step into her femininity was really important for her. And now, I mean, I'm watching her now. It's like, it's amazing seeing the changes that have happened in her. She's like, this has been pivotal for me learning how to, to be more in my feminine. So, because she's in the money world and money tends to be very masculine and, you know, it tends to bring out the masculine, even as I'm talking about it, like I'm feeling myself moving over, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to stay on this side over here. I like being in the left side of my body, it yeah. makes me a softer, kinder, more compassionate, more empathetic human being. Now, that's not to say that if you come and you work with me, that you're not going to get messages that are very blunt, but they're also filled with love. And that that's just because I don't have any filters, because that's just how it is. No. I have never and had can, any filters. And... Fact,
1: she does not have filters in a session.
0: I do and not have that's, filters that's, that's in a session.
1: That's not a bad thing. And mine are <laughs> getting less and less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But at the same time, you know that those messages are wrapped up in a lot of love and a lot of caring. And I always leave my door open to you so that you can come back and touch base with me and all of those kinds of things. Yeah. But what it's really done for me is it stopped me from, well, first of all, stop me from being so critical of my husband because I was very much in my wounded feminine. I was very, very critical Uh, very needy, very codependent. Um, You know, I withhold things like I'm, I am your typical wounded feminine all the way, as opposed to being in my empowered feminine. So now, so, I've gone from being a victim, feeling powerless, being weak. I, I'm not really manipulative. I'm, you know, occasionally here no. and there, but not so much withholding. Yeah, I am absolutely there. Um, needy, oversensitive, over emotional. I was all those things, right? Now, I am so much more unconditionally loving. I just, you know, take everything at face value as much as possible and allow people to be who they are because that's who they are. I'm more understanding and nurturing intent. I already said all these, my, my intuition, that's been a big one. Um, the more I step into my feminine, the more my intuition is expanding and growing. The more information I am being able to get for people, because the more peace you have within yourself and within the duality of who you are, the more you step into your divinity and the more you are aligned with yourself, the easier it is for you to access all of that information that, you know, the universe wants you to be sharing with the world. Um, because you, true intuition is love. Yes hundred um, percent I'm more creative not as creative as I'd like to be but we're, we're getting there it's a sl- that's been a slow grow um, I've also if you notice like so this weekend for example I, I've got a lot going on in my personal life and one of the things that I've had to learn and I am still working on learning is surrendering to what is instead of trying to control it um, but if you look at me today you can see I'm a lot more radiant. If you look at my my, um, if you look at our podcast from last week, I didn't look as good last week as I look this week because I've been surrendering. I've been going more into my divine feminine instead of in my masculine. And the more that I get into my divine feminine, the more I'm just attracting people into my business. The more people are just messaging me, "Hey, can I have? Can you do? Can we yep. book? Yes." I'm not really advertising much of anything and people are showing up. So Lisa was, was demonstrating that last year to me. And I'm like, how the hell are you doing this? And she's like, I just am doing it. Well, it's not doing, she's just being. So that beingness is attracting those that want to be.
1: Even two weeks ago, I was looking at my calendar going, huh? Not much is going on there. Oh, well, I shut it. I walked away. Within hours of doing that, I was pretty much filled up for the rest of the month and everything was was dealt with. So yeah. it, you just have to just let it be.
0: So bringing this back to how does all of this relate to what's happening in our world right now? I know Lisa can speak more to this than I can because she's more into astrology than I am. But we are in the, dawn. like, I mean, the song is not just a coincidence, the dawning of the age of Aquarius. We are in the age of Aquarius, and this is the age of the divine feminine rising. If you look around and you are awake, you will notice that it's been women leading the charge over the last two years instead of the men. And I'm going to allow Lisa to address this. But this is why we felt it was important to bring this information to you so that you could start to see kind of what actually has been happening here between the patriarchy, the matriarchy, the masculine, the feminine. But we needed to give you a little bit of this lead up as to how we got here and what exactly these terms mean, because people throw them around, but nobody knows what the hell they mean. So we're here to try and demystify a lot of things for you guys. So I'm going to
1: let Lisa talk about the age of Aquarius. So if you look into history, before the age of Pisces, so over 2000 years ago, um, because that's approximately how long these ages last. um, We notice that societies were set up as matriarchies, we had priestesses, we had medicine women, we had, um, you know, all of these women taking care of the villages, taking care of the people. And the men would do what was needed to be done. They would go out and hunt. They were the ones taking the action. They were the ones providing. The women, like I said before, were the ones making sure the resources were properly distributed. They were looking after the sick. They were looking after the children. They were, you know, planting seeds, growing gardens, right? Growing the food. That's what, that's what they did. And then somewhere along the line, the energy got distorted and it got distorted because of we'll call it the dark. Cause honest, honestly, like there's so many different names for the controlling factions on our planet right now that they went, Oh, how can we control this? Quite literally. How can we control this? How can we take this over? And this has been a long, slow insidious plan for thousands of years. Like this is not new. This has been going on for thousands of years. And so what they did was they suppressed the divine feminine energy of the planet herself, because our planet, when she is in her full sovereign being is fully divine feminine and our creator. This is something I've just recently learned. And, and, and you will not find this in a history book. You will not find this anywhere else. This is me trusting the messages I'm getting from my guides telling you, this is how this works that our creator is the masculine side of creation, right? Our cre- the creator is the one that does. And so they are essentially like a symbiotic relationship. One's feminine, one's masculine, and they help balance those energies within each individual, within each planet. And so what happened was this energy got distorted and I'm gonna ruffle some feathers here, but that is what religion is about. It is about suppressing the feminine, suppressing the truth and putting us into fear. And, you know, a lot of people believe, you know, God is vengeful. God is, you know, not a good, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Our creator is all loving and wants us to love too, wants us to be abundant, wants us to understand where we come from, and wants us to be able to learn these lessons in a much easier fashion than we've had to learn them. And so um, if you go back to the podcast we did on Conversations with Gaia, this goes back to that, um, the healing that we were able to um, facilitate for the planet, uh, what we did was we literally reversed the polarities um, and when I say that, I mean, somehow during the distortion of the masculine and feminine energies, they got flipped and we had to put them back where they belonged. Is that, I'm hoping that that is coming across as making sense. And so what happens when you rip the bandaid off and you haven't paid attention to the wound for a really, really, really long time it all comes up and all the icky stuff comes up and you've got to clean that away. And so that's what you're watching happen right now. Um, And especially with the situation in Europe right now, because that central part of Europe is essentially where mother earth's sacral chakra is. At least that's what I've been told. I don't research this stuff. You guys, this is all from my guides. This is all what I'm telling you is all I'm getting from channeling this. So I'm going to trust that over anything I'm going to research. And I will tell you, because 99% of our history has been distorted. History is written by the victors. So of course, you're only going to get one side of it. And so they're just trying to hold that down. And along with there's some other things going on there that, you know, you, you can research that are happening on the physical level that need to be released, because those particular pieces around money and around child abuse... They suppress the divine feminine, literally. And the only way to get through this is, I swear to you, we're going to say this over and over and over again, is love, is loving yourself, which in turn raises your vibration, raises the vibration of the people around you. And it just becomes that domino effect. We're not going to see war like we thought we were, um, because it was predicted you know, we were supposed to essentially blow ourselves up sometime between the year 2000 and 2012. That didn't happen. And when that didn't happen, that reset our timeline, basically. So the timeline of events that need to happen for us to ascend, to move into that 5D earth that we've talked about over and over and over again. And it all has to do with the divine feminine rising and allowing that energy to come out, that Mary Magdalene energy, Um, I can tell you Mary Magdalene is alive and well. (laughs) And so is mother Mary and they will stop at nothing to uh, ensure the safety of the children of the planet. They will stop at nothing to ensure the safety of everyone. I have no idea that was gonna come out. (laughs) But that's what they want shared. share. Like, if you are concerned, if you are scared about this situation that's going on outside globally, be aware that a lot of what you're seeing is a smokescreen. And if you can stay here and not worry about that and just send it love, send it love, send it healing, whatever, you know, you work, pray, that is what will get us through this. Um, it seems like, you know, we should be doing nothing. But that's kind of what being divine feminine is all about. The feminines were the ones who prayed. They were the ones who sent the healing. They were the ones who understood the energies. They were the ones who healed the sick. And again, it doesn't matter your physical gender. It just matters the energy that you want to embody.
0: Yeah, I have been saying since July of 2021, that we need to just be loving, we need to, we're going to solve this with love. And when I first put my first post on Facebook about this, oh, baby, did I get shredded, shredded hardcore, because everything I've said to people about how this is going to end, they've all poo pooed, and they've pooped in like, you know, right now I'm constantly saying, keep your eye on Canada, because they're doing things here, while you're distracted looking over here. But I have been saying it over and over and over again, that the only way through this is through love through being heart centered through coming in through our heart chakra, by getting to know who we are on a deep soul level level and radiating that authenticity out into the universe because we have a very fake life right we have people like the kardashians fake the jenners fake right all the people in hollywood with all their funky little signs you know their little symbols their little eyeball things or their you know all your brand names everybody is all bought into this fake life to make you feel like you are less than and you are not less than anything you are greater than anybody has given you permission to understand you are more than the amount in your bank account and the more you can step into that the more you can balance your divine masculine and your divine feminine sides of yourself because Lisa and I just explained that to you. You have a masculine side, you have a feminine side. It's finding the balance between the two and finding which side you like to live in more, right? For women, it is more comfortable for us on the left-hand side. And for men, it is more comfortable for them on the right-hand side. We've been programmed to believe that we should not be the side of our body that we are. And we've also been programmed to believe that we are smaller, that we are not worth much of anything. And Lisa and I just want you to know that you are worth so much more that that no matter what you see going on around you, I'm going to steal this from Kyle Cease, actually. I was just watching him on the weekend. He was saying that when you have a situation come up like what's happening right now, that really the way to look at it is, this is an opportunity for me to learn more about myself. This is an opportunity for me to give myself more love. Yeah. The more okay. love that you give to yourself, the more you fill up your cup, the more you fill up your cup, the more that cup overflows, the from that overflow is what you give out to the world. And in that way, you're never depleting your own sovereignty, divinity, energy, Anything along that line. The only way through what is happening right now is understanding who you are at a soul level, accepting that maybe you should be more feminine than masculine or vice versa, (laughs) right? Pouring self love into yourself so that you always have more than enough to share with everybody else. And it really does work in a butterfly effect right? It Absolutely. really does. It's like the you throw a stone in a, in a pond and it ripples outwards. It's exactly the same thing. The more you love yourself, the more the people around you start to love themselves. And if they can't, they eventually move out of the, out of your life because they're no longer in energetic alignment with you, which is where I'm kind of finding myself right now. Um, Yeah. So divine masculine, divine feminine, super important to understand And when you understand the fact that this is all about the divine feminine rising and putting the divine masculine out of a wounded state and into a divine state, you start to understand that all of this is theater.
1: Yeah. There's one more message that they want me to share. Okay. The military industrial complex will not survive the age of love though good yeah that was yes. that was it was the minute they were like you have to say this before we finish so yeah because war is masculine guys yes women don't
0: go to war women no. love sorry the feminine loves the masculine gets aggressive when they're in there wounded the feminine. They just pour out compassion, love, community, unity, all those things that are in the 5D. This is what the divine feminine embodies. So with all of that, I think that we've pretty much exhausted what we wanted to say today.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, so for those of you that have been following us for a while, thank you for supporting us. For those of you that are new, thank you so much for being here. Again, leave us a little bit of love. Leave us your thoughts in the comments. We'd really love to have a little discussion with you about this and see kind of what you thought about this, whether or not it resonated with you, if you even agree with us about what's happening on the world stage with, in terms of the divine feminine, divine masculine, we would love to hear more from you. So please do leave us some comments below and until next week. Oh, one more thing. Just want to remind you again, we are doing a meditation workshop, how to meditate, how to not judge yourself through the process $22, $22, two hours, you get two meditations in the process. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, March the 5th. You can sign up through Lisa's website at moonoverpisces.ca. So with that being said, thank you so much for being here. This is the Passion Project podcast where everything you receive is real, raw, and authentic. Have a wonderful week, friends.